Hi everyone, I'm Alan Bolio from ITR Economics, and I'd like to talk to you about some things that are in the news. There's certainly no lack of things in the news, and I'm going to not talk about Ukraine in case you're wondering. Uh, we've been talking about that in our presentations and in our, to our consulting clients, and it's, uh, I think we have blogs on the subject, so I wanna to talk to you about some other things. I wanna to talk to you about the consumer, interest rates, and gasoline. Now, uh, they, they go together really well. And if you talk to folks about the interest rate hike, and if you were to go online and start looking at articles, you find plenty to make you wonder, oh my gosh, this 25 basis point rise that the Federal Reserve Board just uh, put through, and man, that's gonna hurt. It's not, it's going to uh, be uncomfortable for some people on the edges, but certainly not many. And it's not gonna be one of those things where all oh, your credit card debt, all of a sudden you can't pay it. That's not the case either. It's not gonna be one of those things where it's gonna stop car sales or stop uh, home sales. It's Home sales are already slowing down. In case you're interested, the February number for uh, single family housing starts was a, was a really good number uh, in, in that it was slightly milder than average, but it was up and it wasn't off by much on the average rise. So the consumer is still buying homes and houses are still being built and interest rates are not gonna derail all that. In addition to that, there's some statistics behind that and that the, when you look at the individual and, and you, the person on the street, we can afford this debt. Uh, it's, it's not something that is beyond the pale, something that we can handle. When you are looking at the uh, household debt service payments as a percent of disposable personal income, and disposable personal income is your after-tax income, okay? So when you look at uh, what a household is paying and you look at what they're taking in after tax, 9.2% uh, of our taking in home go to ma making these household debt payments, 9.2%. How's that compared to history? It's incredibly low. Before the COVID, uh, it was low for five years. We were cruising at an average of 9.9 .9 for five years, which was very low. The average since 1980 is 11.4%. And the last time there was something this close to this low was in 1993. From 1993 to uh, December 2007, right before the Great Recession, our percent of debt to household, uh, to disposable personal income and debt service payments to this Postable personal income just rose and rose and rose. Well, it's not a straight line. Obviously nothing is, but every trough was ascending and every peak was too until we capped out at 13.2%. Those differences don't sound like a lot. I get that, but they're enough. The bottom line here is that we, the consumer, are cruising at a very low level of, of debt service payments compared to our income, which means that if the cost of our debt goes up a little bit, we're still below 40 year levels. We're still at a place where we can handle it. And as we look at that, it certainly is encouraging. When you look at retail sales for the latest month of available data of February, and you deflate it. Now, all inflation's out of this, so there's no messing around with the rate of inflation. Uh, it's still 14.4% above year ago levels and rising in phase B. The 312 rate of change is at 7.7%. .7 and in phase C. So what we're looking at here is that retail sales are slowing in their rate of rise, and this has been going on for months. Now, it's good that it's going up. The February number was, was, a, was a good number, or, or no problems there, 
What I want to call your attention to is the fact that it's been slowing down for months. And as that 312 has been coming down for months and the rate of rise is slowly uh, changing in terms of its velocity, I understand it was happening long before the 25 basis point increase by the Federal Reserve Board. The press is not likely to make that connection. I wanna make sure that you do. We have leading indicators that were signaling months ago that this was gonna happen in terms of consumer spending. So uh, don't let this 25 basis point scare you. Don't let it keep you from buying a home. As a matter of fact, go out and buy a home. Don't let this defer, think that the economy is gonna go into recession. It's not going to. Now, the other thing that's in the news that I wanna make sure we address is gasoline prices. I wanna get two into one trends talk. Gasoline prices are impacting everyone. Just the other day, my wife told me how much it costs to fill up her vehicle, and it's more than she's had to spend on that in a long time. Let's put it in context, okay? When we look at uh, what we spend for, for gasoline as a percent of our annual median earnings in this country, it's 3.3%. So you're spending 3.3% of your annual earnings on gasoline if you're normal driver. If you're driving 200 miles a day, obviously you're spending more if you're going out of pocket, not reimbursed. But if you're doing about 13 miles, uh, you know, a day or 13,000 miles a year, excuse me, and you're getting a vehicle that's somewhere in the mid 20s miles per gallon, you're at 3.3%. Now, if you look back to 2011, 12, 13, 14, it was higher than that. When you, when you look back to right before the Great Recession, it was hot, much higher than that. So what's happening here is that our incomes have been going up, which means that even though gasoline's higher and we don't like it, it's actually affordable. It was less in 2017, 18, and uh, excuse me, 18, 19, and 20, 20 especially because of COVID. But still, don't let this panic you. Don't make this into something that it's not. And this is not gonna be an economy crusher. This is not gonna make it impossible for the consumer to keep the economy going. This is going to be a pain in the neck for a lot of people. And this is going to be very difficult for lower income people. I'm not in any way trying to take that off the table or minimize it. I'm looking at the macroeconomic environment. I want you to understand this is not going to push us into a recession. The economy will be slowing down. It is slowing down in segments already. We've been forecasting for over a year that it was going to be slowing down. We have leading indicators that have been telling us for a number of quarters that it was going to be slowing down. Nothing surprising about this. And as the economy slows, and as the inflationary pressures slow, and supply chain pressures ease, and the producer price indices start to come down, you may find that those forecasts about 250, 300 basis point rises by the Federal Reserve Board in the next two years, you may find that they'll do it, but you may find that they're gonna look back and go, hey, we were entirely successful. It's okay, they can think that. You and I know it was already happening, and you and I know that there's gonna be less reason for them to raise interest rates so dramatically as we go forward. Of course, they're gonna raise them again, but I would not be worried about too many um, significant hikes this year. There may be a number of 25 basis point hikes, and as they do so, Think of this trends talk, we'll be fine. Thank you for listening. I'm Alan Bolio. This is ITR Economics, and I look forward to seeing you on the next trends talk.